Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. Who's going? Good and tag. Bonjour. I think every podcast episode, we should say hi in a different language. I, I could probably do two podcasts where then I'm out. Game. No, no, obviously not off the top of your head. Like, we would obviously have to research it because like, you know, like, isn't it Konnichiwa? Konnichiwa. That's hello. Konnichiwa. Japanese? Chinese? Correct me if I'm wrong. Someone, someone tell me. Someone message us if that was any good or not. Yeah. Uh, what's that word? Or, go on. Sorry, I was because I know you've watched it as well. Um, that uh, Kevin Hart new film, The Czech Republic Guy, where it's like, shut up. What's oh, the word? Uh, um, it's, it, oh, is God. it S something? S something? Slup? Nice. I can't remember, mate. You're asking. I've got the worst memory. I know what you mean because I literally watched Fatherhood the other day. It's such a good film. So if anyone it, hasn't watched Fatherhood, is. go watch. It is. It is. Uh, it's a little emotional, isn't it? Yeah, I know, and everyone said about it, and I was like, I can't be that bad. And then literally, within the first, like, what, in the first five minutes here, I was like, oh, this is killing me already. Like, what the bloody hell's going on? It's a good film, though. It's a really nice <laughs> film. It's got a lovely ending. So, um, listeners? Listeners? No, listeners, viewers. Viewers. Oh, yeah, we first are live. First one went well. live on the YouTube. Um, yeah, exciting, man. That's why so, I made sure I had a shower and like made myself look presentable now because I'm like, oh, I can't just turn up in like my rags. Well, you've got Harry Potter as me today and um, just Ryan as Ryan. DJMC. For, for people that aren't um, watching, that's because I have these perfect sphere glasses on. I just need a scar on my head. So it's spherical. Is it spherical? Is it spherical? Spherical? I don't know. Spherical. Oh, so uh, I um, I have a little update for everyone that listened um, listened to our podcast the other week when we were talking about you know all of those weird sayings and stuff. So I had uh, a client. No, I had a client um, answer one of our questions. So you know we said about touch wood. Yes. So. Saying touch wood comes from um, Christianity and it's supposed to symbolize touching the cross. Ooh. So when you're obviously like touch wood, touching the cross, that kind of thing. Right. Hold that thought as well. That's so weird you said that because my <clears throat> mother-in-law, as it were, I'm not married, but it's just easier to say that because people understand who that is. Uh, she listens to our podcast. My other oh. half's mum does. And she was like, I wondered uh, what you thought. Also, 99s. Pretty sure they weren't called that because of the price. So she Googled it. So 99 flakes aren't called 99 flakes because of it. There's actually a, a reasoning behind it as to it actually originated at 99 Portobello High Street. Um, and they would break a large flake in half and stick it in an ice cream. Um, and then also they, another Wait, address. wait, I, I don't get that. So, so you know they're why, called like a 99? You know they're called a 99, ice, 99 flake, aren't they? Those ice creams. Yeah. So I thought it was because they're 99p. 
but it's not. Apparently, the origins of the name are uncertain. One claim is that it was coined in Portobello, Scotland, where Stefano Arcari, Arcari, who had opened a shop in 1922 at 99 Portobello High Street. Oh, okay. And he would break a large flake in half and stick it in the ice cream. So that the name was then derived from the shop's address. Um, and then a Cadbury representative took the naming idea to his company. Another address-based claim for the 99 is made by Dunkerley's in Gorton, Manchester, who operated a sweet shop at 99 Wellington Street. Um, so yeah and then another one is that it was named by immigrant Italian ice cream sellers many of whom were from the mountainous areas of Veneto um, and it was in honour of the final wave of Italian First World War conscripts who were born in 1989 uh, not 1899 and referred to as the boys of 99 so there's a few they said it's been lost in the mist of time as to where the true meaning of 99 flake come from so it's not the price like I thought it was, and they're not 99p anymore. And it could be an address, or it could also be to do with the Italians who obviously clearly brought the ice cream over here. Interesting facts. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's obviously just a shame that they did then price it 99p and ruined it for everyone with yeah, inflation. I mean, it completely confused us. We were like, well, I don't know now. Is it yes? Is it not? <laughs> um, so what we are going to be talking about today is all about, uh, and this by the way, is something that I think is literally vital for your long-term success. To, to truly understand this concept and get your head around it and implement it is the difference between you having like short-term and long-term success. And I've got, I've got to give you credit, Ryan, because I didn't actually, unless you got this off someone else, I didn't actually hear this until you kind of introduced this like thought process to me. So, you know, you could like, Pacing it or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I just made it up the top of my head. You know what I'm like of analogies. I love so, a good analogy. Well, I'll, I'll let I'll let you start it off then, seeing as like I've given you the credit behind it. Um, so it's a, it's a con. It's it's a fat loss term that we use really really heavily inside our um, academy mm -hmm. because it helps. It helps the ladies basically get their idea around you know how nothing needs to be perfect, how there's going to be times in your life when obviously you can't optimise for like the lowering of the calories and all of these things. But anyway, without me kind of killing it before you explain it, go into the concept that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so it's all about learning about... So at the moment, most of us who listening to this, watching this, wherever you are, um, we think of fat loss as simply a switch or a train. And what I mean by that is there's either on or off. You know, like a switch, it's either on or it's off like a train track. You know, we always hear ourselves saying we're on track or we're off track. And the thing is that, is that that kind of constricts us to like a bit of a one-dimensional thought process when it comes to fat loss. We have no, <coughs> excuse me, we have no middle ground. You know, we're either on, on a weight loss journey or we're not on a weight loss journey. And what you've got to realize is that it's not like a switch. And this is where I just kind of said, it's a bit like a dial. You know, if you look at it like a dial, it makes it so much better because what you realize is actually it's never on or off. It's always on. It's just that sometimes that dial is turned up, just like volume dial. It's sometimes it's up full volume and sometimes you've got to turn it down a bit because other things need to take priority. You know, imagine you've got a control panel in front of you and you've got dials of life. You know, you've got your social life, your family life, your job, your weight loss, your sport. Whatever it might be, you've got these life dials in front of you. And, and you've got to realize that they're not switches, they're dials for the whole reason of that sometimes they're turned up and sometimes they're turned down. You know, sometimes your business 
takes the forefront. You turn that up. But what you've got to realize is you can never have all of them up full because you can't simply progress through life always giving 110% into everything because you burn out. Most of us are probably sitting there like, yeah, I tried that. It just didn't work. You know, you can't be in 57 places at once. So therefore, if you look at things like dials, it allows you to understand that it's okay to turn things up and prioritize it. And then other times you're going to turn the dials down and that's totally acceptable as well because it's life and it happens. So my whole thought process was instead of looking at it like a switch, look at it like a dial. Sometimes you turn the weight loss dial up and it's your main priority. Other times England get through to quarterfinals and I've got to turn my weight loss dial down because I'm going to go out for the socializing and the memory dial. That's going to be turned up a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's really, really important. It kind of all comes in with everything we've spoken about for um, a while now on this podcast. Like it really helps you set your expectations. Mm. And if you can think of this system as, as a dial in front of you, and just like Ryan said, like, because no one ever diets for 365 days a year. Like no, no one ever, like life literally happens. Like it, there's always going to be events. And if someone can say to me that they can optimize and have fat loss as their priority, like for literally a whole year solid, like either A, you're incredibly boring or two, um, but there's no two. You're just incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden Roth, 2021. Yeah, um, you're so right. And this is it. It's people, I talk about it, this perfection gap that we get. You know, a lot of us get it. We look for this perfect journey that we're expecting. We look for the perfect time in our life. You're like, oh, well, I can't start now, you know, because I've got, uh, you know, I've got Shannon's birthday on Friday. So I'll start, I'll start on Monday, even though it's only Tuesday now. And it's like, hold on, that's because you're thinking of you've either just got to turn it off, you don't want to turn it on and you don't want to turn it back off again. Well, it's like, it allows you to actually take into consideration life and actually make progress in and amongst all the things that you would usually consider a weight loss switch off. It's like, because you've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday daytime until Shannon's birthday, Friday night. So it's like, <laughs> why can you not make progress having 12 meals up until that point? But we, we think so one-dimensionally with this switch and we're like, nope, because we've got <laughs> Shannon. such a random name. Okay, well, why do you go Shannon? I don't know. don't know. If we've got Shannon's birthday on Friday, yeah, I can't start till the Monday. But you know what? You've got the Saturday and Sunday after that. By the time Monday swings around, you could have had two, you could have had six days of ticking some boxes in your favor. And that's what this dial uh, analogy kind of leads you towards. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're a perfect example for this, like this weekend where, so Ryan's on um, his own personal fat loss endeavors at the moment. And this is where most people like it, it, it comes to because Saturday England are in the quarterfinals. Like obviously there's going to be a lot of social element to it. And what most people will do will just be like, okay, I'm, I'm just not going to die on Saturday. Like I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to even think about it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want, get back on it on Sunday. And for some, f f f there's, there's an appropriate place for that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But again, it just, it just exacerbates that on-off thinking. But if you can, like what Ryan is doing, he's like, and he, he spoke about this in depth more in the, our coaching call last night, where he was like, normally he would just, you know, he will sink like a couple pints and like all is good. But the thing is, like, pints, obviously, it's typically beer. You're looking at, like, minimum 200 calories per pint. Mm. So Ryan could have, like, three or four pints and the calories really rack up. So instead, Ryan is turning that fat loss dial down. He's not turning it off. He's just choosing 
lower calorie options. So he will go for like gin and like slimline tonic or something. So the calories are far less, but he's still striving for that fat loss goal. But he knows like his calories are inevitably going to be higher on Saturday. He knows that they're going to be higher than they have been midweek anyway. But instead of just completely writing that day off, he's like, I'm going to do the best that I can with the scenario that I have in front of me. And I'm just going to turn that dial down. I'm not going to expect to wake up on Sunday with the lowest weigh in. I'm not going to expect to wake up on Sunday, like having the smallest measurements. Mm. And I know I may be like slightly ever, 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 ever so slightly slowing down my progress, but it's not, a, it's not a rat race. Like it's not like, mm. it's not how can I get to my goal as quick as possible? Like that's, that's, if you're ever looking like, I'd argue, unless you like really particular have some sort of like time constraint, like maybe it's a wedding or something like that. No one should ever be setting out goals for like a set time frame. You should learn to love the process more than anything else, rather than really trying to strive for going as quick as you can. And once like you start to think of that and you can start to think of that fat loss system as the dial where there's going to be times in your life where you can prioritize turning that dial up. So after Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know what Ryan's schedule's like, he can turn that dial back up. He can turn it back up and optimize his fat loss because that may be his main priority for next week. But his main priority for Saturday isn't achieving fat loss. It's celebrating with the lads watching England win. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's... And it also... It, it, the reason that, that it works and it's such a good way to think about it is firstly, it, it makes you realize that you actually can just continually look to lose weight. It just is sometimes more of a thought and less of a thought. Because most of you going into a social event like I am on Saturday would be like, meh, let's just, let's just switch the whole dial off and that's it. We're just going to go into the weekend and enjoy it. And it's like, well, I already know what I'm doing. I'm training first thing in the morning. I'm going to get my walk in still. I've then got an appointment to go to. And then I'm going to have a light lunch before I know I'm going to watch the football later on. And I've swapped from beers. I'll have, I've already worked out like what I'm going to do. I'm going to have two beers, two pints, and then I'm going to swap to gin um, or a, some sort of spirit diet mixer because that will be 50 calories rather than 200 calories. And it's like that little thought process means that actually I can still enjoy myself, but not completely make the whole week uh, work up until this point, the effort that I've put in just be like forgotten about and just switched off. It's like, well, no, it doesn't need to be. This is part of the journey. And that then brings about less stress because I'm not now worried about like, oh, you know, I'm getting annoyed because I'm like, oh, I've done so well this week and I know tomorrow I'm just going to mess it up. And I think then you almost give yourself like an alibi. You're like, ah, oh, it's okay. You know, it's this week, you know, I've messed up already. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then you, you will undoubtedly go, you know, probably consume more alcohol consume food drunk more than you were going to. And this is where almost it then actually gives you a bit more of a kind of relaxation going into these events because you're not then kind of arguably feeling like you've just got to all let loose and just screw everything. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people get in that mindset and whether that's because perhaps you're restricting too much, that's for another kind of conversation. But if you manage to prepare yourself, it means that I'm going into that in such a good mood because I'm like, wicked, I'm not going to, be undoing the progress that I've made so far this week, which is cool. Even if I had, like Hayden said, sometimes you're like, meh, memories are being made. So I know that I'm still continuing on the path. I'm able to go out and join my friends socially, socially, excuse me. And then I'm also able to go out and watch England win. And if they don't, then that's going to be embarrassing that you guys listen to this back and we didn't win. But well done, Ukraine, if you do win. 
Um, so this is the kind of whole part of it is that it just relieves stress and therefore it allows you to make better decisions in off the moment. Because how many of you have kind of gone into a social event like, yeah, you know, I'm going to drink Saturday. So Saturday, Saturday and Sundays are right off. And we always do that. You write off two whole days for the sake of like four hours on a Saturday night. And I'm like, mm. it doesn't need to be like that. Like you have the, I have the whole day Saturday to still make weight loss prioritized choices. And then as soon as it comes to the football, I'm obviously just t- turning the dial down slightly. And I've already allocated calories to it. So I'm not turning down the dial as much as I need to. And I already know what I'm doing Sunday with my food to keep myself um, uh, accountable to myself to turn that dial back up Sunday. And I think having that dial, you're then able to kind of give yourself a bit of uh, a bit of lack, a bit of slack. That's the word I'm looking for. Give yourself a bit of slack rather than putting loads of pressure on yourself. And it makes you think a bit more logically rather than being like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to drink Saturday. So Saturday, Sunday, I just write off and I'll get back to it Monday. And it's like, well, four hours didn't need to turn into two days. And by having this dial analogy and this dial thought process of that you're just going to turn it down slightly in that one evening for four hours, it allows you to kind of almost compartmentalize the turning the dial down. You know, I'm only turning it down for four hours because as soon as I go to bed and wake up again, cool, I'm able to turn that on. I'm going to continue with my normal food, normal routine, and I'm back to it. Yeah, I think it kind of, um, I sorry if you touched on this, but like it no, completely... It eradicates the um, like all or nothing mentality, doesn't it? Because if all of a sudden you can you start to think of this like you've got that dial where it's higher, it's lower. Um, you're still on track. The whole the, the, whether the dials like turned right down slightly, you're still on track to reach your goal. You're just slowing down the process slightly, rather than if you turned it up all the way then you're obviously going to like speed it up. But again, it, it stops that all or nothing, which then it, there's an argument to say that it stops you ha- like going through these kind of um, emotional eating, like binge eating, like, um, like basic disordered eating episodes, because all of a sudden you're now creating a way where all of a sudden, um, as you uh, gain more capabilities, and what I mean by capabilities is like, as you gain more results, you gain more education, like it makes the journey so much easier for you because this was kind of like the moment for me that massively changed. Like, and I've, I think I've spoken about this before on a podcast um, on one of the episodes where like, as soon as I realized and I got out of that thought process, I was like alcohol being bad and alcohol being the reason why I will never achieve my fat loss goals until I actually was drinking alcohol and was still losing body fat. That was like the light bulb moment where I was like, oh, okay, like I can do this. So if all of a sudden you start implementing this dial system and you start seeing results, like there's so much longevity there and it's, it stops and it completely breaks that dieting loop that you've been stuck in for years and years and years. I'd argue it gives you a better relationship with food exactly because of the reasons that you just mentioned, because the whole time you're putting pressure on yourselves, you're seeing these as like an off day. Therefore, again, I'd argue that if you're seeing the whole dieting, your weight loss journey and dieting as a whole like on track or off track, you're probably, and I'd, argue, I'd put money on this, is that you're probably also thinking about your food like that. Good food, bad food. Because yeah. ultimately you're then like, well, Saturday I'm going out drinking, so I'm, I'm going to be off track and I'm not going to focus on losing weight. I guarantee your nutrition therefore then looks different. So it's all about shifting your mindset around that. Not only your expectations of weight loss, but also around food, because we do this as well. We turn this kind of 
notion of on track and off track, your food will look very different to when you're on track and when you're off track. Whereas Hayden said this quite nice the other day, like my food doesn't change whether I'm looking to bulk up and increase muscle mass or whether I'm looking to diet down and lose body fat. My nutrition doesn't change. Like I still eat like porridge or eggs or protein pancakes or chicken, fish, salmon, mince, all these different things. Like it's just the portion sizes increase or decrease. That is literally the only thing that changes. Instead of like uh, 80 to 100 grams of porridge, at the moment, I only have 50 to 60 grams. Instead of like eight eggs and stuff, I'll have three normal eggs, three egg whites. Like instead of two scoops of protein, I'll have one scoop of protein and some almond milk. Like things just shift depending on what my priorities are with regards to the quantities. The quality should never change. Therefore, that's why it shouldn't really be on track or off track. That's why it's like, it's just a dial. It's like, okay, I'm going to turn the dial down a little bit because I know my calories might be higher. And then I'm going to turn my dial up again to know that my calories are going to be more in check. That's the only real thing that changes when you're turning that dial up and down is the calories. Because I just know going into a social event, my calories, I've equated, I've, you know, I've managed to bank about a thousand calories running up this weekend to give me a bit of leeway so I can have a couple of beers with the gin and tonics. But for the most part, my nutrition is going to be exactly the same. It's just the calories will be slightly higher than they normally would, unless I've managed to stay within those calories that I've set anyway. But that's all that should change. It's just the calories might be slightly higher. You want to try and keep everything as normal on your journey as possible that you have control in that's not going to stress you out. Hence why I'm still going to go for a walk. I'm still going to get my training in. I'm still going to have my normal my normal breakfast. I'm still going to um, have a lunch. I'm not like changing that much in relation to that because I've already planned ahead to how I'm going to navigate it. So it instantly makes me feel so much more relaxed as well going into the the event or going into the time when I'm going to have to turn down that dial. And I think this is, and it comes to this, again, it's, this comes down to expectations. Like your expectations is that like, it has to be these perfect days and it has to be the perfect time, you know, and we get stuck in this, this perfect time to start a business is perfect time to have a weight loss journey. There's perfect time to start the gym. There's perfect time to start reading a book. Like, oh, I was really tired. Like I've just got too much on. I'll start, I'll start, you know, I hear it all the time. I'm going to start reading. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I've just got a lot on this week and work's pretty busy. So I'll start next week. And I'm like, you're talking about reading. Like there's no fraction to this as in like the time that you have to read for. You could read four pages every evening. You have time for that. So also then is about managing your expectations and understanding that sometimes you've just got to start and don't stop because you think you have a social event coming up or calories are going to be slightly higher. That isn't a reason for you to stop. It's just, you've just got to manage your expectations and understand that Weight loss isn't going to be linear, not only from a point of just your progress, but from a point of how much effort um, that you can put in. You know, you, I'm going away in two weeks to Lake District for Sunday till Thursday. Well, I, I'm, I'm instantly like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking ahead about what I'm doing, but I know that week my progress won't be as fast as when I'm at home because there's not going to be as much in control as there normally would be. Dogs coming in the room. So there's not as much control as there normally would be. But that's cool. I can still try my best with the tools that I've learned and all the processes that I've gone through to make progress across those four days. ghost in your house? Days. No, I think that's my other half. Unless it is a ghost, then I'm out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, does that make, make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's being and- realistic, because imagine if I went into those five days being like, right, I'm going to, in like a bodybuilder, I'm going to take Tupperware, I'm going to take my food, like... That's not, I'm going with my other half, my brother and his other half. Imagine if I'm sitting there and they're having like meals or going to the pub and I'm like, yeah, 
don't mind me just eating chicken and rice out of the box. Like, that's not real life, and you, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we need to do a... Um, there's, there's a little podcast idea for us to... For another episode, is everything around, like, narrative. Like, your narrative is so important to how you look at your fat loss journey because just like you said there and like it instantly I thought about how many people do this whereas like again going back to like the um the dial system and instead of having that on and off because when you associate everything being off so let's keep with Ryan as the example like on Saturday with the football like most people will be like oh I'm going out drinking Saturday I'm off plan just for that day but I'm off plan but you're not just off plan with your nutrition. Like, like Ryan said, you're off plan on everything. Like you don't think you need to go on a walk. You don't think you need to go to the gym. You don't think you need to do all of these things. And it's like, that's simply your narrative that has told you that. Mm-hmm. Like you can still like, like Ryan just said perfectly, he can still do everything he would normally do right up to the moment of when he starts drinking. Everything else is the same. Like nothing changes, yeah. but it's that narrative of being like, oh, I'm not, I'm not dieting today, so I also don't need to do everything else that I normally do. Yeah, which is yeah, it's so true. And and I here's the thing as well is like I'm going for a walk, I'm training, I'm having breakfast, but I'm going. I've got an appointment, and then we're going for lunch after. So most people will be like, oh well, I'm drinking, so I might as well just enjoy the lunch and just think about it. Well, no, we're going to Pizza Express because Mother Half was like, oh, you're do you want to go Pizza Express because then you 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 know how many calories are in like the pizzas and that. And I was like. Oh yeah, to be fair, that'll be easier because then I can just have a rough idea of like what I'm consuming and still stay within like my rough calorie guidance for the day. So and I know a lot of people would have been like, man, I'm drinking later. Like, I'm just gonna literally exactly like you said, I'm just gonna completely shift, like, go out for lunch. Yeah, we'll go to like Gourmet Burger King and I'm just gonna go to town on everything that I can. It's like, no, there's no need. Like, that's where my weight loss dial is gonna turn down. Like that evening doesn't need to turn into a whole day of just like turning the dial down. Side note, does it matter if once every so often you do that? No, of course not. Because that's then actually planned, thought through. It's when you get into that, like, I'm not going to swear on the podcast, but the effort moment when you're like, man, that's it. All kind of like inhibitions go. You're like, that's it. Like, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you just kind of throw everything away where it's like, well, no, my day is going to be completely weight loss, like, not driven as it were, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be completely weight loss driven with my decisions that I make throughout the day up until four o'clock or something, whenever I meet up and start having some drinks, like everything before that, my dial will still be normal, focus on weight loss. And even I'd argue more so, I want to focus on it so that I can ensure that it is only that evening. You know, I'm going to get those calories in through alcohol. And then as soon as I wake up in the morning, cool, I'm back to turning that dial up straight into my normal routine and continuing the path. Whereas what we do is we then wake up the next day and we're like, oh, I've got to turn that switch back on Hayden. And got hangover i don't feel great i just want to have food and then it wakes up then monday you're like oh man this whole week i've probably eaten so many calories and drunk so many calories saturday sunday that probably messed up this week already so i might as well start next week and you see how it's now turned into like four hours has turned into like a week where it's just kind of like so easily done yeah and it's and it's your mindset as well gets carried away with you and we're the same and that's why i always think it's good to just have some awareness because you can you're it's like when you don't go, you know, for a lot of people getting back into the gym after lockdown was a struggle because like anything, once you get into a routine with something, you stop, it's hard to do it again. What's well, the same with like new, your new, your nutrition and your weightless journey. If you just kind of turn that dial down for four hours, fine, you can turn it back up again the next day, easy. 
you completely switch it off, you have two days completely switched off, it's so much harder to get back to what you were doing beforehand when you've had 48 hours off rather than four hours. Yeah. If that makes sense. So that's why it's good to kind of shift it of one, knowing that the, the time between you prioritizing weight loss and not prioritizing weight loss is shorter, but also it knows that you're not even switching it off. It's not like oh, I'm having four hours off. It's like, well, I'm going to be drinking, you know, however many hours, but I've factored it in. I've made smart choices early in the day and I'm making smart choices whilst drinking alcohol being there. But I'm almost going to sit there with my gin and tonic in my hand and be like, I'm literally sitting here losing weight still whilst drinking alcohol. This is cool. And then I wake up and the scales jump up by two kilos and I'll be like, screw you. Have a meltdown. <laughs> so what is, your, um, what is your alcohol of choice if you're dieting? Well, I had gin in these zero calorie mixers, which is great. It's probably going to be either gin and slimline tonic because I do like that. Or I might just choose a, um, um, a spirit and diet mixer. But I'm not like a, I'm quite like an easygoing guy, if that makes sense. Like, I'll just see what's there and see what kind of tickles my fancy in the moment. But I always <laughs> like to have a couple of beers to start. What um just out of interest, do you uh do you create buffers? And what I mean by that is say, right, so uh this is a real life scenario that I'm testing Ryan on here. So what happens when I bring you a Jaeger bomb on Saturday and it's in front of you? Mm-hmm. Are you like, nah, I'm not having that? Or are you like, okay? Let's oh, go. I'll drink it. Yeah, I'll drink it, it's fine. So in terms of like, so do you, so we obviously, so this is like a side note team. This is, this is a real side note, but like when we talk to our clients and stuff, like, well, I, in particular I do is, so when we go out and we've got like unexpected events or things that you like, cause it's impossible for Ryan to know exactly how many calories he's going to drink on Saturday or have on that day, because like there could be food that comes out. Like if all of a sudden, like a free hog roast turns up, like you're not going to then be like, nah, I'm not having any of that. Oh, you might do, but like but my thought process would be, I will have one small hog roast bat. Like that would literally be my thought process. Whereas if I wasn't trying to lose weight, I would have one of them. I'd probably have chips. I, you see what I mean? I might even go up for seconds. Yeah. 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 So like what we'll, I talk to my clients a lot about is like when we've got these unexpected events and we, in reality, we don't know, like we, we can plan for like worst case scenario. So me as as an example i'll use like it's impossible like i can't i would never be able to tell you if i'm gonna have a thousand um calorie alcohol night or a four thousand calorie night like it really depends on who's there what's the situation so i personally like i create these buffers i always create a buffer big enough to be like if that happens like because i know like your um uh, no, actually, you're probably quite like me, to be fair. <laughs> I was going to oh, say, yeah. like, I was going to say, like, maybe you're less likely to go, like, Jaeger, 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 or anything like that with any kind of alcohol. But then I think maybe you're not. Like, uh, it depends. To be honest, it does depend. Like, at the moment, I'm very much in the, and this is where I shift as well. I'm in very much in the mindset of that I'm happy to have a bit more restraint than normal. Because I've just started. I'm like, well, I just want to get a little bit, you know, a little bit faster rate of fat loss, kind of get myself into a good groove. So I am being, you know, I went to my mates to watch football and they all got drunk on Tuesday. And I purposely took gin, 
zero calorie mixers. I had like four of them. And then before they were like, yeah, we're going to watch the Sweden game now. And I purposely left and went home because I was like, no, nah, I'm going to get caught up. I was like, usually I would. I was like, but you know, we've still got the England game. It's not like I'm never going to see my friends again. Like we had a nice time. So I was like, you know what? Cool. I'm just going to call it a night and know that I can get a good night's sleep, get up tomorrow. I want to train, do work, everything like that. And so I kind of had that restraint in that fact. I was able to have some drinks and watch a football game, but I didn't continue drinking and watch the second game, which I didn't need to watch, if that makes sense. So I will sometimes make some conscious decisions in and of the moment where I just choose to have a bit of restraint because I'm ultimately just focused on my goal. And I'm like, well, that's my decision that sometimes I'm just going to have a little bit more restraint and just be like, nah, it's okay. But then again, once you're intoxicated, that probably changes. Do you know what I mean? Like Intuitions go out the window. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just adjust though. Like, I will literally just take calories off Sunday and Monday if I do be like, yeah, I did go a little bit overboard. Cool. Not yeah, and this is like perfect though, isn't it? Because it's like what two, we've, we've just said then, like two very, very different scenarios and there's no right or wrong to it. Like at the end of the day, as long as like the outcome that you're searching for is moving you closer towards the goal, like as a, like, as a macro picture, like as a bigger picture, rather than like in the, in it of the moment like Ryan is like very much he would be much more conscious to be like do you know what I'm happy with where I'm at like I, I, I'm good like I've had a good amount of drinks I've had fun like I've, I've done that which is cool and then like say for example my scenario I might create a bigger buffer to be able to then do these like there's no right or wrong to it like there's no right or wrong approach about it it's two completely different approaches but at the end of the day we're getting to the same outcome. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's almost, it's, I always say this to all of our clients. I'm like, it's finding what works for you. There is no one size fits all. And it's ultimately going to be trial and error because if you're doing things, like when it comes to your weight loss journey, when you're navigating things, you're going to start to navigate them in ways that you haven't navigated them before. You know, before you would have had the on off switch, you're like, yeah, I'm going to Shannon's on Friday. Don't care what I'm doing on Friday and <laughs> Saturday. But if you're on a weight loss journey and you're starting to think, shift your mindset, you're going to start to do things a little bit differently. Does that matter? Does that mean that you're going to get it right first time? No. So I think also like give yourself some, some slack and like, you know, I might go on Saturday and we win and it gets completely rowdy and I'm like, oh, wow. But give yourself wow. some slack. I'm like, it doesn't happen all the time that we win a quarterfinal. You know, I get to hang out with some good friends at football, had a good time, made some memories. So what if I don't lose a kilo this week and I, you know, I, I maintain? I look back and I'm like, oh, you know what? I trained really well. I stuck to my calories all week. I made assignments for calories to um, turn the dial down just on that evening. Yeah, maybe I had a bit more than I did and went over my calories, but I got a bit of a slower rate of fat loss this week. Who cares? You know, there's plenty of time to lose weight. Like you're not in a rush. And I think the time, the, the moment that you smash my mic about, the moment that you realize that, is literally the moment that you have a breakthrough. The moment that you have, you create this relationship with weight loss that you're like, it's going to happen. It's just going to take time. I don't know. Hayden doesn't know. You don't know how long this is going to take. But as long as you're patient, you're consistent, you don't go on and off track and you know that like whatever happens, as long as you don't quit, you cannot mess this up. And I said this to one of our clients yesterday. She called me and was like, sorry, so I know I've had two calls this week. She's like, I'm just in a bit of a you know, my headspace isn't great and we're talking through things. And I was just like, you've done the right thing because every time you've struggled, you've texted me being like, can we jump on a phone call? Cool. Jumped on an, uh, jumped on an hour Zoom with her every single time. And I'm like, 
that's the best thing you can do because as long as you don't quit, you don't run from it, you run to it, you can face it head on and you can come up with a solution to the problem that you're facing. It's when we don't want to face the problem and we throw everything in the air and we throw our hands up and we're like, that's it, I'm out, I'm just going to start again next week. That's when we're never going to get any traction. As long as you don't quit, you can keep moving forward. Like you cannot fail this as long as you don't quit. You're going to have social events, but think about it like a dial, turn it up, turn it down, know where your priorities are. It's 11-11. Anyone that follows me will know that I always see that number all the time. And someone says it's angel numbers. Uh, if it is, Nan. Give us some good luck for Wingland. Um, and you will get there. You will get there. I think that's, um, I think it's a perfect place to kind of just wrap up that point of like the dial. Um, and if you do, like if you're listening to this and like you like the concepts that we're talking about and you think that they might really, really work for you, like reach out to us, like reach out to us and like we can just have a conversation. And we're completely honest, by the way, like, Everyone's so surprised when people reach out to us and they talk about like potentially joining the academy or uh, working with us, which is joining the academy, by the way. Um, but they uh, they're always surprised because we're not like if we genuinely don't think like we can help you, then we, we're not going to push you towards academy. Like we, I had a lady a couple of weeks ago wanted to join the academy. She was ready, um, wanted to get up and running, but we had an in depth conversation about her relationship with food. And I said to her, I was like, until you fix that relationship. And I pointed her in the right direction before she joined the academy. Because I was like, I promise you, if you can get on the path of like forgetting about fat loss right now and just improving your relationship with your food, like when you then join the academy, however long, whether it's in six months, a year's time, two years time, you're going to have a much better dieting experience because there's no calorie deficit that can fix your relationship with food right now. That's in only going to make it worse. So yeah, it's like we'll, we'll have an honest conversation with you and see where you're at. So if you do feel like uh, you do want implementing our systems, reach out to Ryan. I'd say reach out to me, but my Instagram, I, I'm not it's that slammed. I'm not that active on it. So yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> slammed with messages. I can't get through. Um, or reach out at info at the online nutritional education.co.uk um, where I do pick up the emails. Um, yeah. If ever you do come from the podcast, just message me with a message. Start your message with big letters saying podcast. I always do this whenever someone messes me because we obviously get loads of messages, loads of message requests. Start the word with capital letters podcast and then write your message as to what it is, question, queries, you want to talk or anything. Then we can go from there and I'll pick it up sooner. Um, so slightly off that and still on the theme of, uh, what we're talking about in terms of like creating memories and stuff like that. So if England go through on Saturday, mm -hmm. they've then got the semis on Wednesday. So the semi-finals Wednesday and then the finals Sunday. Sunday, what day to have finals? I know. So it's one of those things, isn't it? Where it's like, and the final is obviously it's, it's a Wembley. And um, imagine having tickets for that. Oh, mate, I've, I've literally imagine the sounds that would go on. I, um, yeah, play, uh, play, uh, stadium tonight. Fat Les of Wings Lou or something. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, the on Sunday, 
it will be uh, just because originally I was like, oh, it would be awesome to go up to London and go and watch it. But then I, you watch I it think, Croydon. yeah, I don't know what the like the situation with. Obviously, it's it's a couple of days out from actually the potential end of lockdown or end of. Imagine what, that. We win the Euros and then Boris is like, yeah, we're not coming out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I'm honestly, because I truly, like, you heard it here, like, I'm so confident that we will be to the final. It's going to be like getting, actually getting past, like winning will be tough because you've got on the other side, Spain, Belgium, Italy. I feel if we get to the final, we need to get some England tops with the one guys on the back. <laughs> because it has been a fantastic couple of years and it were, were a tough couple of years but some cool couple of, year, couple of years some yeah. memorials it will, uh, it will be epic and god I just I, I can't even imagine I can't even uh, you'd need to watch it somewhere yeah it's, it, it will be I think the best place for like us would be the clubhouse wouldn't it? Like, I don't think you're going to get Anywhere else where you could actually have something decent. Yeah. It'll be impossible to get into a pub. Like, absolutely impossible. And it won't be. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, All right, team. Well, um, we shall. Oh, sorry. This is. You can all listen to this on air. The old Kings and Queens. You know where I said we were going to watch it? Mm -hmm. Uh, This week. The. they had apparently a COVID outbreak on Thursday at the, the game against Germany. And like literally, they've, everyone that had come in, they've had to then say, I know, what was this? I can't remember the situation. Something like maybe it was like halfway through the game, like someone, it come up with a positive test and they had to evacuate like everyone out. Like everyone just had to go. Something like that, yeah. There's a Jeez, note on the door Louise. that basically just says, like, it's shut until further notice. Ah, oh, imagine well, if you're the owner and that happens to your business. Uh, yeah, literally, the, the busiest that they will probably ever be for quite some years. Man. Well, unfortunately, it happens. It's part of, like, the world opening up. There's still going to be bits and bobs here that happen and people are still going to get it and pass it, unfortunately, because it's just, just the way of the world. But hopefully, soon enough, we'll get through it. We'll get yes. through it and we'll come out the other side. Sorry, team. I probably could have spoken about that off air, but there you go. Anyway, let's wrap this party up. And um, I hope you all have an amazing Monday and uh, have a smashing week. See you later, team. Take it easy. Bye-bye.